Here we go. All right, guys. Big episode of the Nordies podcast. We have a summer TV show preview, and it's possibly Netflix's last stand. We get a little news on Loki season two. We do our metal stand for HBO shows all time. Here we go. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How is it going, guys? Doing well, man. Just fired up. Fired up the pod with you guys. Can't wait. So much to talk about today. Going to be a great episode. But before we dive into our amazing episode here, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. And also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. What a deal. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of the whole thing. Okay. What are you guys drinking tonight? Who wants to go? You. All right. Uh, I'm trying something that's a little different. It's pretty kind of high end. It's kind of highbrow stuff. Okay. This is um, Mountain Dew Hard Baja Blast. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you, it tastes like absolute shit. Mm. Um, It tastes like Baja Blast. But the fact that there's like no sugar in it, and then then there's booze in it, it just tastes off. All of them just taste a little weird. Um, the flavor is like almost right on. Like it tastes good, but it's the weirdness of it that makes them bad. So yeah. Okay, so say it's on the on the mix pack, but it's kind of fun. Okay, so say you and I are hanging out, and we're like at a you know a public like park. Okay. Yeah. It's like a hot day, and we're like on a hike. And then I was like, hey, look what I have in my little fanny pack here. And then I gave you a hard Baja Blast. Would you be excited or not? I'd be so excited. Okay. Be that's honest. all we needed to know. That's all I I don't know what you could hand me that I wouldn't be, like, excited for. Like, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I guess I could think of a few, like, hot multi beers or something. But, okay, dude, so I pulled out an ice-cold Coors Light and an ice-cold Baja Blast with alcohol, which one do you grab it? Give me the Coors first, and I'll tuck that that Baja Blast in the back pocket, baby. <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm in. Um, all right. Ryan and I are both drinking uh, Modest Into It, the Lemon Lime Lager. Ryan, what do you think of it? I think it's actually pretty good. I, I, The group chat brought up the Fulmer's Lime from Fair State, and so I was a little, like – put off by that i was like what the line what the fuck um but this is just fine for like nine bucks for four of them uh it's just okay it's not great right, guys i haven't given a beer hot take in a long time like using my uh-oh. beer takes are uh-oh. pretty fucking safe but i'm going with a beer hot take today on the into it and my hot take is is it's a summer fucking staple bang oh, really this is a summer staple. I'm not saying it's a great beer, but it's a perfect 92 degree weather beer. I'm here for it. Well, I'm here for you. I'm going to drink a bunch of Induits this summer. Okay. All right. Here we go. Guys, do we care? Um, first up, Loki season two. It starts filming this summer. We love Loki. Where does Loki rank on your favorite Disney Plus shows? Two? Two. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's Mando. And Loki was better. Like, Mando had episodes that were bad you know but it's got more seasons and it's been good i mean front to back loki was 
more consistently awesome. The highs of Mando are like really good, but right. Loki was awesome. Loki is the second best show they put out. I'm really excited about this. I want more of my favorite actor, Owen Wilson. I know. He's such a lovable guy. He's my favorite actor. I told you. I mean, that's right. real love. <laughs> so, I mean, you're sticking with it. You're you're consistent on it. But I didn't see him in Marley and Me. You haven't watched that? Hell no, I wouldn't watch that. Why would I watch you don't that even like dogs, like, dude. Why would I like movie about a dog dying that everyone's sad in? That sounds like hell. Yeah, it is. If I, can, I get enough hell in my life being a fucking Minnesota sports fan, like our first podcast. Plug for the other pod, yeah. There we go. But I, honestly, I think it, it might be cathartic for people to go listen to. So if you're feeling down in the dumps, go listen to that. We'll cry together. You'll feel better. I'm really excited about this. I love Loki. I can't wait for season. I love Loki. Sight. Okay. All right. Well, another show that's coming up. What We Do in the Shadows, season four, it's coming out July 12th. We got our first trailer for this, right? I don't know if we got a trailer. I think it's just no. like they announced it. But, dude, I just love that they're, they're consistent with it. Like, so many shows now, they just take their time and just release it every two years, every three years, whenever they get to it. Um, this is consistently good, and they make it they make a season every year. And I just love that. I think it's going to turn into another like great timeless comedy that has ups and downs um, and has like 10 seasons. That's kind of what my hope is with it. That it's like always sunny or the office or like, it's just one of those that goes on for a long time. And there's lots of classic moments. I kind of feel like it's moving in that direction and it's obviously got a great team behind it. So I don't know. Jackie Daytona is an all timer. Well, and like, I feel like the show just kind of keeps getting better. Yeah. Like in, in the way that good, I don't know, I'm not going to call it a sitcom, but the, the way that good like comedy shows do where like they find their footing mm-hmm. and then they find the right ancillary pieces to bring in around it. The main characters get some through storylines that really don't matter, but it kind of matters for the show and the writing just keeps getting better and better. And I feel like that's where what we do in the shadows is at. Currently. It's like, once you get to know these great characters, then a funny line coming from the right character at the right time is everything. And, it's and they're there funnier. with this. Yeah. So yeah. It's even funnier. Like for that person to say that is so much funnier because you just know these characters so well, they understand the characters well. And that's where this is at. I think it's like, it's definitely one of the top, you know, five consistent comedies just out in general on TV. So I, I love it. Perfect, Can't wait for more. The perfect example of that is like Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec. And I feel right. like what we do in the shadows has captured some of that like character driven, like character, like very character specific comedy, like with Colin mm-hmm. and Laszlo and Nadia and Nandor like all of it is not funny if you're just like reading the page right of the script. Right. But like when you can picture them and the way that they deliver it, it's that much funnier. And I feel like the show is just starting to hit its stride. I hope so. I hope it continues. I, some shows I'm like, I love the show so much. I don't want it to go too long. Like severance right now. Love severance. Right. I'm like, I don't want them to do eight seasons of severance. It's going to suck. It's going to be three seasons. Exactly. Right. Like three perfect seasons that are then rewatchable too. Um, I know that I know that I I might be the only person on earth who feels this way, but like three seasons of dark was like my favorite 
amount of time for a show ever. Like, You're right. They literally had something good, and they instantly were like, "We're doing three seasons, nothing more." And yep. like sometimes they had a plan. Less, less is more with a planned out little show. Yep, totally agree. Well, right. I, I want fifteen seasons of, of what we do in the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, sticking with the world of television, Norm Macdonald filmed a secret final Netflix stand-up special that's to be released upon his death. He died pretty recently, and it's going to be released on May thirtieth. Does this move the needle for you guys at all? It's most essential stand-up comedy you could watch. I mean, it's must-watch. How cool is this move? He is a fucking legend. Even if this is trash, and it's just like him kind of like speaking from the top of his mind, and there's not these like really tight jokes, it's still must-watch. I mean, he's a legend. Um, I couldn't believe when I heard this, and I just am so thrilled. So very, very fucking cool. And you're um, our you're our stand up guy. You know a lot about about stand up. Yeah, I watch a lot of stand up. Has he had a relevant stand up in a while? Um, not not really. He did do some stand up like maybe three years ago. I think it was on Netflix, and it was kind of like it was pretty good. It wasn't fantastic, but I think like just knowing that this was like filmed for this, and who knows what stuff he's going to try to cover. I don't feel like it's going to be really trying to be topical. I think it's going to be more like life contemplative stuff. I just can't wait to watch it. Um, yeah, I do watch a lot of stand-up. I don't try to like bring it the content to the pod every time. We talked a lot about the Dave Chappelle stuff because it was controversial. But yeah, I watch a lot. So it's, you know, there's always, it's honestly, it's a golden era for stand-up because all these people that have, like are coming up via podcast or on like, you know, Instagram stories, like the jokes, good jokes are rising to the top and talent is rising to the top way more than like big goofy personalities and loud motherfuckers, you know, that are just silly. Like that stuff's fine. And, you know, there'll always be a place for that, but just great writers are really getting to show off right now and getting their own specials. So yeah, I'm, I'm psyched on the whole scene and this is, this is massive. Well, and maybe I'm guessing here or just, throwing this out there maybe norm knew um that the end was based on conversations with his doctors and whatever that the end was inevitable yeah so leave one more thing to his legacy and like do his like top 50 favorite jokes you know or you know or whatever like i don't know it could be or it could just be him talking about life and death or whatever but it's gonna you're gonna have to listen to it no matter what it's it's going to be essential because it's Norm and he's gone and he planned this all along. So Right. So cool. Everyone's going to do this now, right? I would hope so. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, all right. Sticking with Netflix, welcome to New Raccoon City. It's a spinoff of Resident Evil, right? I, is there such thing as a spinoff? I mean, they're video games. There's this whole world. I think... It can be Resident Evil if it has Umbrella Corp and zombies, and then you're good to go, right? So I don't know what this one is. Pretty this small formula, like, yeah. But the trailer like looked really good. Like It looked kind of sexy, and it looked <laughs> like high production. And it I've, never, I've never seen a live-action Resident Evil that was any good. Or even an no. animated one that's been any good. And how much money has Mia Jovovich made off of... Uh, just terrible Resident Evil Pretty movies. bad. I mean, like, some worth watching just for, like, 
like remember when they were coming out at the same time as Underworld and you're like Underworld's a little better but we watch them all anyways whatever competing genres in that way yeah yeah and it's like they've all been pretty bad so I I don't have high expectations for this I think it's actually probably gonna be kind of bad but it might look cool and I'm gonna watch it 100% but that's the thing it doesn't look horrible like we've seen trailers where we're like that's gonna be really bad and they're not even trying to pretend to be good this actually looks like it might be decent. I know. I know. I think it like might be decent is uh, the level we should set. <laughs> I think you're right. With it and just see. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's fun. So I'm into I, it. I do care about this one. I think it's cool. I'm excited about it. I hope that they bring back the lasers. <laughs> the lasers are so dumb. The, lasers the laser room where like cut people up. When they got stuck in that room and the laser came and they all dodged it, but the one person got cut in half and then they dodged it again. They dodged it and then there was down to one person and then it turned into a grid. Yeah. That was awesome. And then it made little meat cubes out of the person. Oh, it was such a great moment. Yeah. That was pretty good, yeah. Little pile um, of meat cubes. Do I care? Yeah, I think I care. Uh, also with Netflix, they dropped the Hustle trailer. What the hell is this? Well, we've talked about it before. This is, so, Adam Adam Sandler makes some movies that aren't just comedies, right? Like, he's a pretty good serious actor. I mean, he did Punch Drunk Love back in the day. He did um, Uncut Jams, which was fantastic. So he's good, right? And this is his basketball movie. He's a big basketball fan himself. Huge. He's actually can ball out a little bit. Yeah. He actually, yeah, he wears the big, big oversized shorts, you know, and just slays it in public parks, which is kind of cool. Dude, this has got... Former wolf, Juancho Hernan Gomez, as like some undiscovered kid in Spain trying to make it. Um, Let's hope his acting career is better than his uh, basketball career. I don't even know if he's on a team right now, if he's in the G League or what. But anyways, don't need to shit on him because he seems like he's bringing his A game to the movie. And then we got like Ant Edwards is in it for a little bit. Um, I just think it looks good. Like looks like a really good, solid kind of come up sports story. And that should appeal to all of us here. Um, it's going to drop on Netflix. I will watch it the day that it drops. I'm very excited for it. I like Adam Sandler when he does serious stuff. When he tries to be funny, it doesn't work so well anymore. But I like him as a serious actor. Uh, Wancho is on the Utah Jazz. Kind of riding the bench a little bit maybe, but that's cool. All right, guys. So with all this stuff coming out, it feels a little bit like maybe – this summer, including uh, the next installment of Stranger Things. Is it too early to say this is the summer of Netflix's last stand? <laughs> this is their their gasp. Yeah, I mean, we've now covered a few things. I don't think we're, like, super hyped on any of this stuff, though. We're covering it because it's news. But, I mean, if I didn't get to see... I mean, if I didn't get to see Hustle, I would be kind of bummed. But the rest of it, I could take or leave. What do you think is, like, the biggest things that Netflix has? Stranger Things. I mean, that's it. What else? That's it. What else? What are we waiting for? Like, what are we waiting for a season to drop? Ozark's over. You're like, hey, do you guys want Tiger King season three? No. (laughs) Exactly. We don't. Yeah, they've tried so many things that haven't worked recently, and it's been kind of crazy. the problem is, is that they have spent... Like, where everybody else has spent money on being creative and creating their own things, Netflix spent all of the money that they would have done on that on buying things like 
Friends and Seinfeld mm-hmm. and The Office and like old shows that people could rewatch. And yeah. I think that that's their mistake. It's short term thinking. Instead they never going- did any surprise hits like, oh, wow, we didn't spend much on that, but people fucking love it because they spend all their money on replay stuff, right? Like yeah. essentially a new syndication. Or they buy like big IP properties like, well, we want to do Resident Evil stuff and we want to do, um, you know, whatever it might be, some kind of big like we want to buy something existing that people like and then make stuff on it and then it sucks. So, yeah, not good. Not good. Last hand. All right. uh, What about the Toxic Avenger remake? I know we talked about this before, but I don't really know what it even is. So you never saw this movie? No. I think it was like an R-rated movie like in the mid to early 90s yeah, where like right. yeah it's, it's like a cult classic like pretty cheesy i'm sure if you watch it eric with no background at all you'd be like this is maybe the worst movie i've ever seen um but people do love it um and they're remaking it he's like he's like some janitor or something that gets like toxic slimed and he gets superpowers but he's also deformed and then he's a superhero it's edgy and it's whatever i i don't know i i think i've maybe watched it once like a long time ago but not a fan of this property. Don't really care. But yeah, they're remaking it. They're trying to do it again. And it's getting an R rating, which you don't get a lot from superhero films or uh, TV shows or whatever it's going to be. Right. Yeah, Eric, you psyched on this or what? You brought it up. No, no this sounds terrible, actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, all right. What about this? Christopher Walken is going to be the emperor in Dune Part 2. Does this move the needle for you guys at all? Um, Hell Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. This I is need great. a little more spice <laughs> to run my rocket ships. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thank and you. And I'll have to kill you if you don't. I'm. I love it. More excited now, the, 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 dude. The impression was a B. The fucking enthusiasm and the gumption was an A. So I, I love it. Good work. Um, he's a great actor. Hey, after we talk about Severance, I've got a new appreciation once again for Christopher Christopher Walken, and I'm I'm excited to have him in the you know something we're super excited for. You'll be walking in the desert <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> that was it. Got better. It got better and better. I'm in. I think it's cool. Do a little I, bit on this, the the sandworms. To, the give me worms. A little bit yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I said worms. <laughs> oh, perfect. Right, so he's gonna uh, play like some giant emperor of the universe or something. And you know, it's funny. All these like, uh, I, I not all of them. You know, people like complain on the internet, and then people write articles complaining about the fact that one person complained about something. To go like anti woke culture, but yeah, we're like this is a big miss. This is a chance to cast, you know, a Middle Eastern person in a big role or whatever. And I, I think it's supposed to just be like a carryover because this is on our timeline. You know what I mean? This isn't like a pure fantasy. This is just in the future, and it kind of makes sense to have like a white old man in charge of the the, the universe. You know, like I think it's good casting. I gotta hope that. The whole movie has the same tone as Dune has had thus far, which is pretty serious and, you know, somewhat dystopian and this, you know, religious fanaticism and, you know, this 
imperialistic, you know, politics that rule the galaxy. And I hope they continue with that. But I hope Christopher Walken is kind of funny as the emperor. And he's like um, uh, the... You're like you're picturing Jeff Goldblum from the first yeah. Thor movie. <laughs> Goldblum. <laughs> you will now go. You're now going to be. Ryan, can you do now a Goldblum? No, I'm not going to put you on. I like couldn't that. remember. Like I was trying to remember the melting stick line. Like, <laughs> yeah. but the one where he's like, "Why would I melt? Why would I use the melting stick on him?" Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. anyway, doesn't he say you are pardoned from life? From life, and he gets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, finally, Top Gun is the best movie of all time. The Go. Dude, I, I mean, I try to, I pride myself on understanding entertainment and what's going to be good and bad. And um, this was, you've, this, you've used, like I said you've on, used online, I said, you've this used snuck served. up on me like a Meg on my six because I did not see this coming. Um, but it's great. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't we want a movie to be good that we thought was going to be trash? And I guess people like not only is it like at it was at a hundred percent after forty two reviews. I believe it's down to what did you say, Ryan? Ninety six. Ninety six after 80, like 80, 80 something. And not only is it like you know Toy Story or something where it's like everyone watches it and they're like, yeah, it's not bad. I can't in my right mind give it a bad. It's not a. But rock. that doesn't mean they yeah. love it. It's also maybe a C. No, people are like, this is fucking great. This movie is one of the best movies Tom Cruise has ever done. This movie is better than the original. This movie is one of the best action movies we've had. This is one of the best, like, later day sequels we've ever had. I'm shocked. I can't fucking believe it. How did they do this? And not only that, we have had one of the most poignant comments in the history of movie reviewing is that a movie about fighter pilots from 1987 or whenever the original came out, there are reviewers... Saying it is missing the homoeroticism of the original. <laughs> yeah, and that right. is a direct quote from a review. And like, you're like, I, I don't know. Maybe did I like the homoeroticism in the first one? Maybe that's what I like. I don't know. Maybe that's what drew me into it. But here we are. Yeah. I told you guys I don't like anything that has to do with vehicles, cars, tanks, planes, anything. So I think that without the homoeroticism, there might not there, be. Anything. Why even watch it? Yeah. There's nothing left for Eric, or oh. I think a lot of viewers, so I don't know. It's confusing, but... They're flying in planes. I don't know why. Oh, sorry. No, we're not on Dune. Sorry. <laughs> Please just, like, do entire pods. Just with, inject with... Christopher Walken in where I can. All right. I love it. Um... I can do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, yeah, what the fuck? That... Top Gun Maverick is, uh, I, I mean, is is he the greatest action movie star in the history of the world? Tom Cruise? By the power of Zoltan, he may be. Might be. I think he is. All right, guys. It's time to move on to Hot Rex and Not Rex. Uh, Jim, you've been watching Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah. More How hot is this? It's a hot wreck. It's good. Andrew Garfield's fantastic. A bunch of like pretty awesome supporting characters in it. Um, it's like a Mormon period piece crime story. So let that settle. Um, and it's really interesting, but you will learn about Mormonism. You will learn about the origins of Mormonism. You will learn about the bad things about Mormonism. And 
you'll you'll kind of have to piece all this together in this like horrible crime that sort of seems to have happened because people were too fanatical at the time. Um, and I think it's it's I don't know if it's based on a true story or not, but it feels very real. Probably. It's good, you know, and then you got Andrew Garfield, who is one of the brethren or whatever the fuck they call each other. They're all very like culty. And he has to investigate, you know, a family, like a pretty high up ranking family. So it has some of those like creepy, true detective ish vibes, um, you know, kind of like this is organized weirdness. Do you know what I mean? Right. So like, yeah, that's really weird. But like how many people could be involved in something that weird? Oh, maybe a lot. Um, so I don't know. I'm only a few episodes in. That's all that's been dropped. I think three episodes. I'm caught up. I'm really enjoying it. Um, Andrew Garfield is very good. Better than he is in Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man, by the way, which we I think we're going to cover next week. But, uh, dude, I think this is a hot wreck. I really like it. It's a little bit slower, perhaps. Um, but it's interesting, you know, and What's the characters the are good. So it's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, Under the Banner of Heaven. It's on Hulu. I like it. I think we should all be watching it. We all kind of like true, like crime stuff, right? I mean, crime dramas, it's all pretty popular stuff. So I think it fits right in there. Yeah, I'm liking it. Okay, um, guys, I've been watching one of the all-time best shows on TV. It's back, and it's in the midst of one of its best seasons. That's Top Chef Houston. Okay. Hail. I'm going hot rack, Top Chef Houston. Tom Colicchio is back this year. Uh, Wait, was, Gail, he back? was he gone? He was gone for a year after maybe some sketchy behavior. Possibly no. canceled. Now not canceled. Um, Gail is back and might be cheating on her husband. That's what I've heard. Is um, Padma back? Oh, Padma's back for sure. Tearing it up as always. Okay. And, uh, Houston's got some good food and some cool food scene. It's a great season. I love it. Top Chef, one of the best shows on TV. It's so good. I, I really, it's fucked up because I... I feel like I invented Top Chef. Like I was watching Top Chef season one, two, thrive, whatever. Got everybody, got you hyped on it, Eric. Yeah. You went back and now I've like passed the torch, but didn't keep the torch. Cause I don't even watch it anymore, but that's sweet. And maybe I should. I don't know why you would ever stop. Uh, we, right. we all know how you feel about Gail. Love Gail. And the fact that she's kind of promiscuous, like you tell me there's a chance. <laughs> well, first of all, first of all. <laughs> How are you on that? I mean, Padma. Is well, Padma is the obvious choice. I get that, but maybe I'm the guy that goes for the, the secondary, Gail. like sneaky yeah. choice. I'm telling you, it's a must-watch show. All right, Barter, you watch Zero Dark Thirty. It's an old-ass movie. Better late than never. What do you think? Um, this movie is really fucked up. So yeah. this is about like the capture and kill of Osama bin Laden. Um, this movie won, I want to say, an Oscar for Best Picture. If it didn't win Best Picture, I think it was like Best Director um, for Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. Um, yeah. I don't remember, but there there was definitely like some Oscar winnings that were of the top ten categories that Jimbo, uh, you know, circles on the calendar every year. So, right. Um, this movie is fucking impossible to watch now, like mm. beyond impossible to watch because of the volume of torture that is done to other human beings in like a really like disgusting and unbecoming manner. And we're like, yeah, but we're going after the bad guys. So it's totally okay. And it's just beyond reproach of how Mm. 
in like I don't know whatever it was 2014 when this movie was made or whenever Osama bin Laden was killed like everyone was like yeah we got him but like along the way there's this like wake of just like horribly like disfigured and mentally abused and physically abused people that like were made to stand for 72 hours straight and like shit their pants in a cement room so that they would give like the name of some dude that they knew from two years ago that knew Osama bin Laden. And like the whole thing is just like really beyond fucked up of Mm. the way, you know, everyone's like, well, he took a knee during the national anthem and it's like, you need to support the military. And it's like, well, the military does some really like insanely horrible stuff to other human beings in the name of freedom. And there's no better depiction of that than Zero Dark Thirty. And do you think that, like, watching back, do you think that it was meant at the time to be, like, a little edgy, but ultimately a celebration of, like, a victory for America, patriotic? Or do you think the oh. entire thing is more of, like, a like trying to, like, take down and show, like, hey, you know, the, the it's more gray than you realize and, you know, right and wrong is is tough? Or do you think – which which do you see it now? I think if you were to, if that movie was never made and you made it now, nobody would want to see this movie at Mm -hmm. all because it's that like, it's kind of despicable. Yeah. Behavior. I watched it when it was streaming and I remember being like those scenes being very hard to watch. Um, It just seems like my reaction. I don't want to say it's like a a celebration of propaganda at all, Mm -hmm. but uh, it kind of is, even if it's accidentally. And it's difficult to it's difficult to get behind a movie and say like, oh, I mean, maybe the performances were good. Um, Maybe, you know, if you want to say like best supporting actress, Jessica Chastain or, um, you know, best director for, you know, capturing something on the level of like being honest about it. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I think Catherine Bigelow did a very good job of depicting the realities of the intelligence agencies and what they have to go through. But like, don't at the same time, I don't want to hear the fucking, like we're the greatest country on earth because we treat like prisoners like this. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like the whole thing was gross overall. Yeah. The so, Guantanamo stuff is, is not cool. Yeah. None of it is. I mean, it's yeah. not even Guantanamo. It's like just some random dude that like had a conversation with bin Laden two years ago and they're like hanging him up by his wrists the whole thing is 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 disgusting. Anyway, interesting. I went I went a little too far. I apologize. <laughs> Bring it back, baby. I went a little too far. What did you want me to do? A walking impression? Like what? What were you? Uh, sorry, I wanted, what were you? I wanted the takeover. Oh, you want the barter takeover for uh, some? Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Okay, barter takeover. Summer TV dates. Let's go. Shows. I've got. <laughs> I've got something for everyone here. Okay, this is gonna be yeah. this is gonna be great. And I so want we're doing a like a summer preview because there's a lot of big shows coming out, and I don't know what order they're coming out in or what we're you know we forget about shit. Let's see. What and we so got. we don't we don't need um, we don't need the rankings as we go, but I'm just gonna give you stuff as we go. First one, yeah, yeah. Jimbo. I know you're the only one that cares about this with me. Love, Death, and Robots. Five twenty. Five twenty. Dude, that's five days from when we're recording this. I'm excited. Probably I'm going to watch the entire season 
in one night because it's going to be 90 minutes. Can't yeah, be, yeah, I did watch two episodes of Love, Death, and Robots with my brother, the first two episodes I've ever watched. And it was good, but like weird. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the, whole... the thing. Yeah. I that's watched it. The, one about it. The, giant, the one about the giant, and I watched the one about uh, the one with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, both fine. You got to watch the one with the farm where they're. Yeah, they that one's like a, actually like a little Pixar movie, but R rated. Yeah, there's it's like a farm and they've got like uh, they've got to defend their farm in like these big mechanized suits. I think you'd like that one. Yeah. MasterChef on Fox coming out on 525. Does anybody watch that show? I've never heard oh, of it. Yeah. Is that the one where there's like the different levels of the kitchen or something? No, but it's Gordon Ramsay. I didn't know if it, so. You guys watched Top Chef. I thought maybe Master Chef was in the in the repertoire. No, if if not, I retract Master Chef. Most cooking shows that aren't chopped. Fuck chopped. Chopped sucks. All right, like, this... we know that you guys are great chefs, but can you cook with candied beets? No. Do you know how to cook <laughs> canned octopus tentacle? Yeah, I'm like, why would you? And then the judges are like, "These all suck. You're horrible." Yeah. <laughs> you guys are chefs. I'm like, they're Fuck. like, listen, I really thought the chocolate peeps would be more integrated into the sauce. <laughs> yeah, I can already <laughs> taste the chocolate peeps. I like it, but I can't taste them. Uh, all right, then this uh, there's this small show on this uh, Disney Plus Obi mm. Obi Wan Obi Wan oh, something or other five twenty seven. Oh my god! Okay, so that's coming up. That's that's my most anticipated. Oh, I mean, then there's this other show that's coming out, Jimbo. Uh, same date debuted. Uh, Stranger Stranger Things on five twenty seven from Netflix. They're coming out the same day. Same day, according oh, to the website. Oh, because it's a Friday, so it it's going to be Friday. So they're both so we're getting dropping. two episodes of Obi and the entire season of Stranger Things. Yes. Holy Whoa. shit. Whoa. I'm going to have to cancel plans. Like, that's a, yeah. the biggest TV weekend of the fucking year. Listen, sorry, kids. I know you got sporting events, but dad's got a podcast to pay attention to. Well, you got a mom, too. So, luckily, I kept yeah. her around, and she about to bring you everywhere. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. That, like, on dropping on the same day, two episodes of Obi-Wan, like Jimbo said, and then I'm Eight? assuming the Whatever. whole... I hope He's it's not the whole season of Stranger Things. I hope oh, it's, it's one Eric, but they oh, haven't that's... done anything different. They're going to do that. Didn't they drop um, Ozark Weekly? I think yeah. they did. Um, who cares? That shit's no, boring. No, they, didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't. They dropped it. They well, they did, dropped it in two no. parts. Yeah, they did the first part of season four, and then they did the second part of season yeah. four. So it was like it was six like and six or whatever. Or four and I four. Like four. Like Fair enough. Like All right. And then um, a week later, the boys... Season three on six three on Starts. Amazon Prime. Oh my god, that's exciting! We're we're like on the edge of greatness here. I can't wait. Well, right, so very close. It's going to be yeah. week by week. Maybe they're going to drop two and then do one. But either way, can't wait for that. Um, Eric, maybe this one's for you. The Miz and the Misses coming on June sixth. <laughs> I don't think that's for me. No, you're not into you're the talking Miz? about the Miz. He's your guy. From the real world or mm-hmm. from wrestling? Because I only know of him from the real world. Okay. Okay. Regardless. Miss um, Marvel, June 8th. Do we care? Excited about uh, it. Sure, why not? We're going to watch we'll it. Be, we'll be fine. Expectations are 
I'll watch it with my kids. Maybe they'll like it, and then they'll get me excited about it. That's my plan. That's a that's probably actually like a really like reasonable response because they're probably more of the audience than you are. For sure, for sure. At least Billy. Oh, I think Mac will like it too. Billy can watch anything. He's he can watch Moon Knight if it wasn't so boring. Very boring. <laughs> All right, ninety day fiance, love in paradise coming on. June 10th on Discovery Plus. You're really giving us who's, the mix here. Who's watching? I'm not. Nope, that's a pass. Uh, all right. I watch it. So skipping ahead a little bit, um, Umbrella Academy Season 3 coming at the end of June, 622 okay. on Netflix. That's good. I'm going to watch it. I like it. Uh, it's it's a, you know, a B-minus and entertaining at times show. And I, will I like be the fact that... I like the fact that some of the bigger uh, studios aren't shying away from like, yeah, we could put out really good shit in the summer. And that's yeah, totally it's fine. Nice. And like kind of make it like year round. I was more of like an indoor kid growing up. Like, <laughs> I like my video games and my TV. You can't imagine that. Um, and like the fact that there was no new TV all summer forever growing up was like really fucking annoying. It's just insane. Yeah. Yeah, insane. Now they don't care about that. All right, Westworld season four. I know we're all going to be glued into this one. Six twenty six HBO. Mm, I'm going to skip that one. I, I feel like you you missed Better Call Saul season four or final season, whatever. Okay, none of us are watching yeah. that. Except I know, for like, but you, I'm going to watch it. it I'm going to watch the fat, the last season, so I'm excited. But it's all coming right. at the end of May, whatever. But keep going, keep going. What we do in the shadows, July twelfth, coming Let's to go. FX. We already talked about Spikes. that. Um, another one we already talked about, Resident Evil, coming July 14th, a couple okay. days later on Netflix. Um, another one I wanted to throw in, only because the cast is kind of big, and it's The Gray Man, which is a TV series yeah. starring Baby Goose. Uh, there's a handful of other people um, on Netflix, 722, July 22nd. That is a, another huge thing that Netflix spent an ungodly amount of money on, and I, they, it looks silly. They gave everybody big, silly mustaches and goatees that they've never worn before in another role. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Horrible, right. though. Reservation Dogs Season 2, coming no. August 3rd. August 3rd to FX. That show got better as a season. Did you guys finish the season? Yes. No, didn't okay. watch it. I liked it a lot. It was very good. Like very underrated, like under the radar good. Yeah. Of a show. It was poignant. It was important. I think it was good. All right, here we go. The two probably most important ones, House of the Dragon, August 21st. Oh. HBO. Jesus. Can't wait. I don't think I could be more excited about a show than I am that one. And then Lord of the Rings, September 2nd. Like, Holy shit. Kind of butting into football season, but whatever. I guess we'll forgive that. We'll make it work. Wow. Yeah, so we have some big, big shows coming up. Um, I do I do wish that Moon Knight was a little bit better and would have, like, really kicked off this whole, like, summer season of amazing TV. Um, but we got Obi-Wan next. I hope that's going to be rocking. Well, so let's, let's look at the leapfrog here. So you have Obi-Wan... On May 27th and Stranger Things. And then you've got The Boys on June 3rd that like kind of kickstarts you to what we do in the shadows early July. 
you know, Resident Evil, Reservoir Dogs, or Reservation Dogs, and then you got House of the Dragon in August. So, like, there's some there's some stuff that can kind of carry you through, like, what would be normally a boring summer. Right. Right. And I'm sure there's some we didn't mention, um, but these are the big ones. These are the ones we've, been, like, talked about, like, production notes on and, like, casting on and shit. So, that sets us up, baby. I'm excited. Should be a good 2022. So, I think I can speak for all of us when I say, like, what is our top three um just listed i bet we agree it's probably obi-wan stranger things and house of the dragon in no particular order yeah i think those are probably yeah. things. stranger things in last yeah and, and then four and, honestly, and five four and five would be the boys. the boys and lord of the rings yeah that's perfect yep yeah yeah i can easily rank them i can easily put them it's fucked up but house of the dragon is now one obi-wan two huh. Couldn't agree more. Which yeah. is kind of like backtracking on my greatest Dude, show of all time. But if it to, is the greatest show of all time, then it's, you know. It's hard one. to watch that House of the Dragon trailer against the Obi-Wan trailer and be like. Yeah. And they uh, release like within Obi-Wan's two days better. of each other. And you're like, hmm, hard to compare these apples to apples here. But okay. Yeah. I mean, dude, we're, I'm hype. We clearly have plenty of pod content coming down the pike. So I'm psyched. All right, guys. Uh, speaking of pod content, these two clowns. Didn't watch The Amazing Spider-Man, so we have to wait a week. <laughs> I watched uh, like 40 minutes of it. I could talk about that part. But yeah, no, let's let's do the whole thing. We'll, yeah, we don't want to mail it in. We'll knock it I, out. Be I, I'm going to go ahead and be completely honest. I enjoyed it the first half. I think it's way better than the Tobey Maguire movie. Yes, really? I agree. Way I agree completely. Significantly better because Emma Stone is so beautiful. No, like Uh, Emma Stone is the worst part. I think she's better than Andrew, at least what I've seen. But we're talking about it too early, dude. I I gotta watch the whole thing. So, but these are these are preliminary reactions, right? These are the Rotten Tomato scores like coming out like way too early. I just I will say that like this is a teaser for next week. Interesting choice to have like the the death of his parents be mysterious and like what really happened with his dad and his dad was a scientist. I think it's actually kind of a good, good choice. Kind of cool, but we'll talk about it next week in detail. I got, I'll finish it literally. We tomorrow, won't let, so. we won't let the audience down. We'll get back on track. It's not our fault. We wanted to review it. Just summer's busy, dude. Summer sucks, man. <laughs> your stupid, your stupid kids have like a million things to do. Oh my God. All right, guys. Finally, we're going to end today with a metal stand. We haven't done one in some time. It's going to be a metal stand of all-time HBO shows. Which is maybe the greatest TV production studio of all time. It's, yeah, I think without a doubt. I mean, mean, at least in our lifetime, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, where do we start? I mean, I have a list in front of me of seven shows. What's that? We're going with that list. So, do you want me to read out my list of seven and we just kind of argue from there? Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. So, Sopranos, Game of Thrones, Succession, Watchmen, True Detective, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and Boardwalk Empire. Round out a seven, a group of seven that I think is fucking incredible. There's some I left out. The Wire, I don't, I didn't watch The Wire. I get it. Like, people will complain. This is our podcast top yeah. fucking metal stand, Bal- okay? Balser so. smashing his head into his iPhone I mean, right he now. Wants over the leftovers. Leftovers. He wants the wire. Leftovers. He wants he likes. Leftovers. Dude, I get it. And the leftovers is, is 
is great. It's like very cool and interesting, but it's not going to make our fucking top three. So whatever. Let's not even mess with it. So what it what, like out of what I've said right there, what rings with you guys right away? I mean, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones jumps. I think I think it's without question. Game of Thrones is on the top three list of anything HBO's three. ever done. Ever. That's fine. Let's do that. Let's just put it right there, top three. But don't don't just be telling me it's gold right away. I, I think I know. Like I think that a lot of people would battle on this, but like it would just be to be fighting. That Game of Thrones isn't one of the three most important shows ever. It just important. Is. It's such a big deal. It was the most can't miss show that I think even, has ever. Even had. if it okay, I think we could all agree it didn't end well or end the way we thought it would, even in the last two seasons. But for the first five seasons, six seasons, I don't remember how many it was. It was the most water cooler show that everyone was watching. Mm-hmm. And it's not even close. Yeah, I mean, it, people, it, we, I mean, we even like just talking about our small group, there were death, we had death drafts. We had, I mean, we, we did a million different, like, yeah, like who's going to have on the Iron Throne draft and, and all cast. that stuff. Those were so yeah. fun. Dude. I mean, people literally are like, man, Barry's the best show. But how many people are like leading? not just our podcast, but their own podcast with Barry talk. Like right. not like nothing, no show has, has gotten to the heights of Thrones and you can say what you want about how it ended, but Thrones at its height was crazy. Experience. It was like an absolute I mean, experience. The, the zeitgeist. I mean, it, that's yeah, it was, it was the be all end all of anything anyone was talking about, especially when it was like coming out in the fall every year. Yeah. So let's put that right in there. We can argue about its place. I'd like to put Curb in the top three. It's not the most essential show, but it's one of the most consistent shows. And it's a long running show. And it's Larry David who's made, if you think that Seinfeld is up there for one of the top comedies of all time, then Curb is better. And Curb is on HBO. And it's still happening. Like, I'd like to put Curb on it. What do you guys think? Is there something else you want to see instead of Curb? I mean, my personal list would be um, Game of Thrones, Curb, and then either Watchmen or True Detective as a like single season, like greatest season kind of thing. Right, because just compare TD1 to Watchmen because they both had one season and who cares about the, the other seasons yeah. of True Detective? Like, yeah, the, Those are two of, like, they're arguably the two best seasons of TV that I've watched of anything. Right. Just like an, I mean, maybe now I would put um, Severance in with those as just like an individual season kind of thing. Or like maybe like season one of Lost or something. Like there are right. just a couple seasons that were just so electric. Um, but a lot of times those seasons get messed up by shows that have more. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I would lean. Uh, Curb is one of the great comedies ever. Um it is, yeah. It's it's everything you like about Seinfeld, but better. With it's it's Seinfeld with swearing, right? I'm sorry, which did, is did something about a, a Larry David story that some comedian was talking about the other day. Yeah, I did post something. Yeah, Larry they just randomly something. saw him complaining about the twelve dollars uh, like bucket of balls. Yeah, and he was like, it was like eleven dollars, and he hated that because he never had the cat. Like, a, yeah. he's like, just make it ten. Yeah, we're making twenty. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> 
I love that. It's so funny. I mean, that, that's like truly him. That's great. So, okay. So I think we can put Game of Thrones and Curb in there. I think it's going to be hard to round this out because I, I would vote for Sopranos, something that one of the first shows I ever watched, like a real like serial drama. And it is still absolutely brilliant. And it's incredibly influential. Everything else we're talking about kind of came from that. Ryan, did you watch Sopranos? I did. And okay. it was what's your yeah, what's your No, it was very it was very similar to like Game of Thrones at the time. Like um it was like people were having like barbecues, you know, and like then we're gonna watch the Sopranos at seven o'clock. And when the Sopranos came on, the expectation was you shut up. You don't yeah. this you isn't shut up, like you listen this to big like so, this is not social hour where we're like joking no you're quiet um and you're you're watching the show and you're enjoying it otherwise james gandolfini's gonna fucking kill you right um but i think it took a little bit longer to get there than it did with game of thrones and i think that's not a bad thing and i think it was hbo's like first foray into that sort of highbrow long view drama and fuck, there, there's no way they knew that it was going to go or be as popular as it ended up being. There's no way. There, I would, I refuse yeah. to believe that they may oh, have believed. Sure. They may have believed in like this is going to be like cool and fun and and interesting and something different. And you know, maybe we're changing the narrative here. But there's no way they knew it was going to be to the level of like when the season finale happened and the director chose the the decisions that he made. That, <laughs> yeah the whole fucking like internet and world would be like, what the, what, what, what? I thought I my cable went out and the whole like thing. That. Yeah. So um, anyway, I would argue that the Sopranos absolutely have to be in the top three, yeah. um, but I would also listen to arguments that it doesn't have to be, that maybe there's yeah. some other stuff that they've done more recently. That's better. So what's your top three, Ryan? Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Game of Thrones. We're good with that one. That's established. Barry. Ooh. Hard to argue. We'll see how season three plays out. I feel Barry like. and... Uh, what's the one? Um, Watchmen. Watchmen. Succession. Yes. Watchmen? Watchmen. I would pick those I loved, three. I loved Watchmen I pick so the, much that those I would three, want to put this on there. Those three is my favorite. I don't know if they're the three best. Like, I know Game of Thrones is on there, but I would say I don't know if the other two are, like, the three best. All right, so, Eric, as our host of hosts, I think you need to break it down, pose some questions, and let's settle this. Because not only do can we just put our – this is Mount, Mount Rushmore, dude. This is gold, silver, bronze. I think uh, the three finalists, I think it's pretty obvious at this point. It should be Curb, Thrones, Watchmen. I love that. Love it. I think it's fuck, those three. Fuck Sopranos. That's for old fucks, dude. And we have, and the best thing is, is there are three different types of shows. One is a one season wonder from HBO where they yep. pulled from a previous IP and gave us the backstory and the future of of the IP. Which Damon was so cool. Lindelof, brilliant, of, of lost fame. We love him. And yes. hit a and hit an absolute grand slam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when when the show started, I was like, "What is this show?" 
And then yeah. it turned into something completely different. The throwback old episodes, the story of Black Wall Street, like bringing back Dr. Manhattan, like just everything about it was cool. It was weird. It was important. It was talking. It was daring. It was so different and daring. Um, Thrones to me is the most important show of all time. And I know so many people would roll their eyes at that comment, but like, it was the most must-watch show. But you're now. you're not disputing the fact that it ended poorly. I thought it ended Which, fine. It just didn't, okay, but, but it, it didn't really compared to the rest of it. It didn't. Uh, fair enough. It didn't live up to its own hype. And, I didn't think it was bad. I just thought it was like, man, the rest of it was so good, and that was just. Mad. I mean, Brand the Broken is a pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's that pretty bad. Yeah. I know. I mean, but but dude, here's the thing. I've never in my life had a show with higher highs than Game of Thrones. And so I'm willing to forgive, even at critical moments, the lows. Um, I have my gold bronze and silver, and I'm ready to, to – I, I can spell it out to you guys, and we can argue from there. You what, ready? Yeah, but we have to let we have to leave it up to the listeners on the gold Oh, bronze. that's right. Yes, that's right. We just have to get the three out there, don't we? Yeah. That's our segment. Kurt, okay. Watchmen, Thrones. And wh- whichever gets more most votes. I, okay, perfect. I love it. I can't wait. I'm going to post it after we done here tonight. I'm not going to argue with you guys, but I think Barry's better than Watchmen um, as a body of work. Yeah. But I loved Watchmen enough to, to let okay that go. Let, to, yeah. to, I'm totally okay with it. Yeah. I can't. I'm, here's the thing. Like, we could redo this in a year, and we may have different... I mean, there could be an, a show that comes out that makes a list all of a sudden. And Barry, when yeah, season three ends, I was going to say, House of the Dragon replaces Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, King House of the Dragon replaces something else, and it's Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. Okay, <laughs> oh, fair enough. Shit. That's where we're going to be headed. I love it. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so we have our three shows. I will post it. And please, if you're listening to this, make sure you find that and vote. All right, and if you are a fan of the show, please go rent The Amazing Spider-Man for our what is it called? Uh, with, with great, great responsibility. No, no, no. With great power comes great rewatchability. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yes. Let's go. It's so good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I screwed it up. He <laughs> <laughs> won't stop. Keep going. Right. Take us out, Ryan. Yeah. I mean, Christopher Walken. Thanks no. for listening. No. Uh, let's <laughs> Eric, let Eric do it. He's the professional. I don't have an, I don't have a script in front of me. Mm-mm. It's going to be terrible now. All right, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have. Go back, check out our sports cast. We talked a little bit about sports health. We talked about soccer, FIFA. We were all over the place in this episode, but it was awesome to go check that out. Uh, until next week, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Northeast Podcast. It was awesome to be in hell. <laughs> <laughs>